Hey everyone, welcome to the Revive West Des Moines podcast. I'm Jamie Richards, the Young Adult Minister at Hope West Des Moines. What you are about to hear is the live recording from Revive West Des Moines this past week. We hope you can connect with God and the good life that God has for you through what you hear in this message. Give it a listen. The vision reminds us that our best days are yet to come. Go out and share this good news. Build bridges of harmony. We want to be unity agents. Surf new waves of revival sent to the church by the Holy Spirit. We want to be a spirit-filled church. Serve our neighbors in need as the hands and feet of Jesus. We want our cities to be positively changed and to be different 10 years from now than they are today because Lutheran Church of Hope is here. Not just city changers, but world changers because Jesus says go into the whole world. We want to be an intergenerational church. We want to make disciples to go from seeker to believer, to follower, to servant leader and around again. We want to be kingdom expanders. We want to be legacy makers. We want to love those who are broken, broke, tired, scared, sick, in prison, lost, or wandering. That's the heart of hope. All right. God, let us, um, let us just cast all our cares to you right now, God whatever you're experiencing. I invite you to just give that over to God. Just cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Hit your target, God, right now in the name of Jesus. Make a difference. Make an impact on your sons and daughters' lives right now in the name of Jesus. Let their identity be in you. Speak, God. We're listening. We're waiting. We're anticipating the sound of the genuine, the authentic noise, which is a direct result of the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Speak, God. Hit your target in Jesus' name. Let the redeemed the Lord say hallelujah. And amen. It's, a, it's an honor to be here. I want to go straight to the ice cream, so we're going to give up. <laughs> we ain't going to be in here long for the ice cream, but I am, I'm honored tonight, and I'm hoping that God would, would hit his target tonight. Um, a lot is in my spirit. My wife, she took my notes with me, so, you know, we're just going to be led, you know, by the spirit in several aspects tonight. What I want to talk to you tonight is the impact of identification. Can we put that slide up? The impact. There it is. Um, my springboard scripture is going to um, be the Matthew, but then my foundational scripture, I'm going to paint the impact out of Psalm with a lot of garnishment around it. Amen. Okay. So as customary, I like to be like I always feel, you know, we're a hope church and um, I like to feel at home. So as I say at Hope Elam, I'll jump off here. As you peruse the parameters of Matthew 5, uh, the pericope, which is our text, one word jumps out when I think of impact as it relates to Jesus followers. If we want to have an impact, our light 
got to shine. It says, let your light so shine. The reason the light is so important because John 9 and 5, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. So the same light Jesus has, he wants to make sure we have it too. That light that we have, it comes from love. God so loved the world. He gave his only begotten son and whosoever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting light. So the love is connected to the light and the light is connected to the Lord. Are y'all still with me? All right, y'all got to say amen a little bit. Let me know that y'all, you know, because I'm a little aerial dight and cerebral and you know, sometimes I might go too high and sometimes I might go too low, but you got to let me know I'm with you. All right, so let's just do a short little recap. We get the light. The light gives us love. The love comes from the Lord. The Lord gives us life. That life that we have, we're supposed to let everybody in a community see that we love the Lord and that we want to glorify his name. John 1, 4 says, in him was life, and that life was the light of men and women. So if that's our goal as Jesus followers, our adversary, the enemy, Slewfoot, Beelzebub, Satan, he wants to come and put our light out. How does he put that light out? We're about to pick up speed now. You ready? You ready? You ready? How does we put that light out? He puts that light out by intimidating us. He gives us intimidation. John 5, 5. It was a man, he had an infirmity. And the enemy used that infirmity to intimidate the man at the pool of Bethesda. Jesus asked the man a fundamental question. Do you want to be made whole? Yes, or no? Do you want to let your light shine? Yes or no? Do you want to make an impact? Yes or no? But watch how intimidated the man at the pool was in his infirmity. He didn't answer the question. What did he say? They won't help me in the pool. I'm intimidated. I'm intimidated because I'm disabled. I'm intimidated because I'm dysfunctional. I'm intimidated because I'm disappointed. They won't help me in the pool. They jump in front of me. They treat me bad. They talk about me and I feel intimidated. And when I feel intimidated, I forget the light. And when I forget the light, I forget the love. And when I forget the love, I forget the Lord. And when I forget the Lord, I forget the life. All because I am intimidated in my infirmity. But you want to know what in that intimidation? It does not stop in infirmity. It also works when you're isolated. I wish I had some Bible readers now. I got to go to the word. That's all I know. Acts 3, 2. It was a man at the, sitting at the uh, gate. And he was sitting there waiting for 40 years. He, he couldn't move. And the people kept walking by him. And he was isolated. And he felt so intimidated that 
He was begging for money, but when Peter and John seen him, they said, silver and gold I have, but I have none. But what I have, I give unto you in the name of Jesus. Pick up your bed and walk. The only thing that can help you in your isolation of intimidation is the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If you have an infirmity, if you're sick, he will make you well. He says, I am the Lord that he lift thee. But then for revive, I know I got to find all of us. Intimidation comes with our issue. Now, I'm not going to ask you how many of you have issues because we all do. Amen. <laughs> for we've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Now, we all in the same basket. Now, none of us are righteous. No, not one. And when we have that issue of peer pressure, when we have that issue of relationship or guilt or doubt or low self-esteem when we have that issue that nobody loves us everybody hates us guess I'll eat some worms you have issues and your issues make you intimidated and when you are intimidated you spend so much time on your infirmity so much time in your isolation so much time in your issue that you don't have the strength the proclivity nor the inclination to have an impact because you too caught up in the intimidation that satan has you in are you with me amen so now you are intimidated you have forgotten if God is for you, who could be against you? Now you are intimidated. You forgot Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall uh, 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 direct your path. You are in intimidation and you have forgotten that you are the head and not the tail. You have forgotten that you are above and not below. You have forgotten that you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a precious treasure a holy nation you are in your monk and your mire in your intimidation and you have forgot your identity in Christ let's go to identity ah he renews my strength he guides me along right paths bringing honor to my name in other words we are his name sake Yes, we are the root of Jesse. We are the seed of Abraham. As Paul would say, it's not me who live, but it's I who have been crucified in Christ. It is the Christ that lives in me. Greater is he, 1 John 4, 4. I'm gone now. Greater is he that is in me than he who is in the world. And I am not a gonna be. I'm not a maybe. I'm not a might be. I am a shall be and it does not yet appear what you shall be when you pick up your identification in Christ Romans 8 28 and we know all things work together for good who are identified in Christ who love the Lord and who are called according to his purpose when you are wrapped up in intimidation you got to know that you are identified in Christ. 
You got to know that you're fearfully, wonderfully, marvelously made. You got to know every hair on your head is numbered. You got to know God belongs to you and you belong to Christ. The only way you can make that impact is that you have our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, not only in your heart, but you have to have him in your mind. So if a man or woman, Proverbs 23, Seven. So if a man or woman think in their heart, that's who they are. Philippians 2 and 5, let this mind be in you. Let this attitude be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. Romans 12 and 2, do not conform to the things of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of the mind. And you have a mind like Christ because you are identified with him. And when you are identified with him. You can deal with your infirmities, your isolation. You can deal with your issues because you're no longer intimidated because now you are identified with Christ. Matter of fact, John 15, 16, he says, I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. I choose you. Where's a Bible reader? I choose you. I choose you. You do not choose. I'm about to fall. (laughs) You do not choose me. And what I want you to do, watch the impact. He says, once I choose you, then you got to go out and be a witness, an impact. And what's going to happen when you make that impact of that witness? It says that you will bear fruit and the fruit that you bear, it shall remain. Hmm. Identity in Christ. Now, how do you make sure you are identified in Christ? I don't know. I got to break it to you. But it all comes through our instruction. Huh. Such things were written in the scriptures, which is the Bible. So it's something about the Bible that we got to read. Oh, must be on this side. It's something about the Bible that you should be learning. Matter of fact, 2 Timothy 2.15 says, study to show yourself approved. Not watch me spit the scriptures out at you and you just consume and you never open up the Bible and learn for yourself. It's right there. The scriptures were created long ago to what? Teach you. To teach you when intimidation comes that you use your identification in Christ. And once you use your identification in Christ, you are following it. The word of instructions. The word of God is our GPS. It's the word. You want the word to be a lamp unto your feet and a a light unto your path. Matter of fact, you want God to order your steps in the word. Janie says some of you have a heavy heart. The word says watch it. Philippians 4, 6, watch it. It says be pacific in your prayers. It says be anxious for nothing, but in prayer, supplication, let your request be made known unto God. You got to talk to God. You got to study about God so he can teach you and give you the hope and encourage me as we wait patiently for his promises to be fulfilled. 
What a segue. I said all this to get to this point here. I've told you to make an impact. Recap. You got to let your light shine. To make an impact, you got to know the love of Jesus Christ. To make an impact, you got to know the love he gives you. It produces eternal life. Amen. Amen. It produces eternal life. And that life comes from the Lord. And the Lord is the one who helps you make that impact. And that impact comes out of the word of God. Now watch, if you get this. I hope you can see this with me because here's the paradigm, here's the motif, here's the idiom to have the ultimate impact on somebody's life. First of all, it says that you are planted like a tree. First off, to make an impact, you got to get in the right position. Normally, the right position for a Christian is a praying position. You're in the position of prayer. Once you are in a position of prayer communicating to God, guess what? His presence shows up. Once his presence shows up, then he'll give you the power, impact, to handle any situation that you're having. And what that power does, the power produces God's promises. And once God's promises are produced, guess what? You are in position. You will bear fruit. You see the promise? If you are planted, if you are in the right position, not Michael Hurst, the word of God says you should bear fruit for free. The root determines the fruit. The better the root, the, the, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. The swag ain't on the dry fit and the Jordans I got on and the beam. I mean, I ain't where is that? You know what makes Michael Hurst tick his heart. It's not what's on the outside. Oh, y'all look good and beautiful. You know, y'all look, isn't she lovely, you know? The brothers in here got their hair dyed, fried, and laid to the side, all buffed up. Okay, I feel that. But that's window dressing. 1 Samuel 16, 7, where's a Bible reader? It says man looks at the outward appearance. Where's my Bible reader? But it says God looks at your That's the root. It's the root. It's not. It's what's up underneath. You know, everybody likes the roller coaster. Everybody, you know, you creep up there, you creep up there, you creep up there, you creep up there. Then you get up to the top and then you go down really, really fast and you have a lot of fun and you scream and you yell and you say, man, that was a great ride. But you know what we never say? Man, we should thank the mechanics who did all the mechanical stuff up under. Have you ever looked up under? It's all the mechanical stuff that's making that joy ride fun. Okay. It's the root, it's the heart of God. Those with a pure heart shall see God. If your heart is right, then God, it will show you that that's your root. And if your root is right, you will bear fruit. Your leaves will never uh, wither and everything you do, where's the position, there's the promise, and then here you go, you're gonna prosper. 
then you're going to prosper. Stay with me. I'm out here now because you have been praying. The Bible says pray without ceasing. If you pray without ceasing, you will prosper. It says in Second uh, 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 Chronicles 26.5, it says as long as Zechariah prayed, he prospered. So it's about prayer. It's about prospering. It's about making that impact. So don't sleep on all the other stuff I said. Don't sleep on this. If you really want to make an impact, get in the right position. What is the right position? Coming to revive. What is the right position? Praying. What is the right position? Praising. What is the right position? Serving God. What is the right position? Loving God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and loving your neighbor as yourself. What is the right position? Prayer is the right position. You've got to get into the right position. And once you start praying, his presence shows up, and then the promises are fulfilled. That's impact. That's impact. And the reason that you want to make this impact is because it's your inheritance. Jesus. <laughs> you are an heir of God, Romans 8. You are a joint heir of Christ. Do you know how valuable you are to God? You are so valuable to God. You know, I bet you right now I'm not going, you know, I'm a gentleman. I don't force myself on anyone. But you know, I did this as Hope Elam and some people struggled. I'm not going to judge. I'm going I'm I'm to close my eyes. But can you lay your hands on yourself and say I'm valuable? Can you do that? Just lay your hands on just, just These your hands. Now, take these your hands. Take them and put them on your chest and say, I'm valuable. valuable. Like you're really valuable. I'm valuable. valuable. Let me give you some word on that. Fact check me. This is Hope Elam now. Mark 10, 45. Fact check me. It says that Jesus gave his life ransom for us. Now, in order for something to be held ransom, what does that mean? It's what? Valuable. You don't give up any ransom. Is it there, Jamie? Can I get a whoop? There it is. There it is. Yeah, well, okay. See, you got to fact check me. See, y'all think I'm just up here saying, man, you know, some of y'all tuning out, but this word is being spit it. You better get it. I'm spitting. You better get it. Okay, you are valuable. So if you don't know anything else tonight, you can't make an impact if you don't realize your identities in Christ and you're valuable. You can't do that. If you don't think you're valuable, how are you going to go out and tell somebody else their value if you don't know your value? But I stop by to tell you tonight, you are so valuable. Jesus gave his life. You are worth that much to God. You're valuable. And you need to go out and tell somebody else how valuable. Look what it says. It says, Lord, you have rewarded me for doing right. I like this scripture because it's revived and restored and revived go together. You see, he restored me because I'm valuable. I see a lot of value in this room tonight. I don't know what you think about yourself, but God 
says you're chosen. God says you're royalty. God loves you. He just wants you to love him back. You got to know intimidation is out there. That's a fancy word for sin, but you know, if you say sin in church, people don't come back. (laughs) Two things you say in the church if you don't want people to come back, sin and tithing. That'll empty out a church for sure. So since this was my first time here, you know, I tried to be all, you know, let you know I know the Bible, but I feel you now. I still got a few minutes. So this is where I can just, just tell you, I feel the room. I, it's, it's a few of you just, wow. Your spirit is screaming. And because I'm an ungentleman, I'm going to just say, give it to God. Don't get on Twitter. Don't get on Instagram. Go in your secret closet. Get on your knees. And have a conversation with God. Like he's the best friend you got. There's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. Revive, if you want to make an impact, start with you. Start with self. And once you start with self, you will emasculate intimidation. And once you destroy intimidation, you will walk in your rightful authority as being identified with Christ. And once you are identified with Christ, you love to study his word. You love to get in his word. You love to be taught in his word. And the more words you know, tell your little secret, the bigger impact you can have. Oh, God, I love that. The more words you know, the more impact you will have. And the more impact you distribute, you already have your inheritance. And when you have your inheritance, this is what will happen. Show the last slide. That's impact. That's saying the most segregated hour on Sunday morning is the church and hoping I'm saying that's a lie and that's how it looks. The wall is coming down. I went to taste the hope and you know, um, that's my my dude, I ain't tripping. It was so much diversity there, I got a little tear in my eye. It used to be a time I used to come out to Hope and I'd be like the only one here. Y'all miss that. You'll get that when you get home. What does he mean he was the only one? You'll get that, the only one. (laughs) Not in members. Okay, y'all got it now, the only. Now you look around and you see it and that's what God is calling you to do. You guys are not church of the future. You're the church of right now. You are the church of right now. And if, it's, if you guys don't turn this thing around, come on, I'm old, set in my ways already. I ain't, can't teach an old dog new trick. I'm old, I just look young. <laughs> We're depending on you. You have to do it. 
You have to be identified in Christ. You have to want to have instruction. You have to want to make that impact. And I'm done here. Do it because we have an inheritance. We have a home over in glory. We have a mansion where the streets gonna be paved with gold. And you can have all the bling you want. <laughs> but you want diamonds, rubies, it's heaven. No more sickness, no more pain, no more relationship problems. Well, I ain't getting no amen on that, all oh, y'all. <laughs> y'all acting like, okay. No more worrying about a job, no more money issues, none of that. We'll just be praising our Lord and Savior. So let's make the impact right now. Revive at Hope West Des Moines. Get out of the box. Know you can walk in authority because God has given you an assignment. And God will never give you an assignment that he doesn't give you the power to carry it out. My time is up. Thank you for yours. Thanks for listening, everyone. Revive West Des Moines happens every Thursday night at Hope in West Des Moines, and we'd love to connect with you on social media. So find us and let us know where you're listening from. And whenever you're in town, we would love to have you come to Revive and join us live. Peace out, Scouts.